Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, good morning, everyone. Zaslow Show here. It is a Tuesday morning, the first morning of November. Good to have you aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0, presented by Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. Call 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Love having them aboard as the title sponsor from day number one. Today, day number two of the new era of the Zaslow Show. Happy to have you here. As uh, yesterday, you know, we, we got we got a lot going on here today. Obviously, Monday Night Football from last night. You got the Heat back in action tonight. NFL trade deadline is this afternoon. It looks like the Dolphins are in the mix. We'll get to some of that stuff. We got some NBA to catch up on. 
We got a lot going on here, all right? You know the drill. A couple things, though, I want to get to first. Yesterday, debut episode of Zaslow Show 2.0. I, I thought everything went pretty all right. Uh, the, the response was very good. Got, got a bunch of downloads. It seems like people have found the podcast, be it Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. If, if you... A, a, a few people have reached out. I've never listened to a podcast before. What do I do? And you can reach out to me, Zazlo J on Instagram, at Zazlo Show on Twitter. And I'm happy to respond. I, I like hearing from you guys. And I, I, would, I would give the instruction. It's super easy. And then I get the response like, oh, my God, I didn't know podcasts were so easy. Don't feel bad about asking me how to get the show. I'm I'm not going to sit and tell you, oh my god, it's 2022, you don't know how to do podcasting, I'm always so late when it comes to this kind of stuff, so you you don't have to be embarrassed, okay, I'm the one who should be embarrassed, so you you and I, we're we're on the same wavelength, if you don't quite know how to get the show, alright, so all you gotta do is ask me, but those people would respond, oh my god, I know it was so easy, so I love hearing that, thank you so much, and if you... If you have a if you have an app where you listen to your podcast and the Zaslow Show 2.0 is not listed there yet, I've had that person message me and you tell me what your platform is that you normally use, and I get it on that platform. I'm super resourceful, all right? I get it on that platform. So if you're having any kind of issues, you, you just reach out to me. We'll figure it out. Come on, I love you a long time. You know what the deal is. So I thought yesterday went pretty all right, you know. Uh, I, I, I'm pumping out the show in the morning, and it does not take long at all to upload it to all the platforms. I think that I'll be able to do it even quicker, because I'm doing a little bit of editing, you know? And I, I think I'll be able to get everything out uh, quicker and quicker every day, as I get more and more used to editing and all that stuff. Like I said yesterday... I used to do all the editing. I mean, not, you know, you're live on the radio. There's only so much you have to do, but there was behind-the-scenes stuff when I was producing uh, Boog Shambi's radio show when I started at 790 The Ticket. But that was over 15 years ago. So I, I, I've i had to relearn a lot of things, and so much has changed, all right? So the, the more I do it, the, the, the quicker I'll be able to get everything up. What did take a while. Now, I, I posted the whole show on... YouTube last night. I didn't think I was going to do that right away, but I felt comfortable enough. I was able to edit the show video-wise the, the way that I wanted edited. I was able to put in some graphics. I thought I did a nice enough job. Uh, YouTube.com slash show. So I uploaded the whole... The podcast to me is most important right now. I know everyone loves YouTube, so I'm going to keep putting the content up, content up on YouTube. But the show's going to be available pretty much right away on the podcast. So please focus on that. And then, you know, go to the YouTube if you want. YouTube.com slash show. But I, I, I put it... The whole episode, yesterday's full episode, is on the YouTube channel. And, and, and I got a bunch of people who are subscribed, so go subscribe to that. I love you a long time. And... My my only problem there was it took forever to to the video program I'm using exporting it. There's got to be a better way to do that, so, or, or a quicker way. I mean, so for folks who who want to watch the show video wise, who want to watch it on YouTube, I love that, and and I I wish it didn't have to upload like like it uploaded at night last night, you know. So for now, focus on the podcast. Keep checking the YouTube. 
I'll figure out how to get it up there quicker, how to export the whole file uh, with, 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 with the real quickness, all right? So just that that's the kind of stuff that I was talking about yesterday where be patient with me, you stick with me, and I'm super appreciative. I'll figure everything out, but I, I, I thought yesterday went pretty all right, and the response was very good. So tell your friends, tell your fam- tell your mom and dad, tell your mother I say hello. And and just just pass it along, all right? That's what you could do for me, and, and that'll be really great. We'll start to mix in some guests. I do have a quick announcement to make, all right? I got a quick announcement here. Now, for years, I'd been begging Odyssey. That was my former employer, and and they treated me really well. I know a lot of people were mad that they let me go. I mean, I was obviously disappointed, but not mad, all right? I was treated really well there. And for years, I'd been begging them, you got to give me a wrestling show. How do we not have a wrestling podcast? You know, shout out to Busted Open on Sirius XM Radio. That's the premier wrestling show. Dave LaGreca, love those guys. All right. I listen to them every day. But how do you not have a wrestling show, a wrestling podcast? It's a billion-dollar business. All right, by the way, I bailed on Monday Night Football last night in the fourth quarter. What a what a terrible game. I bailed in the fourth quarter last night, started watching my, my stories. All right, I put on Monday Night Raw, and uh, boy, WWE's on fire. I love it so much. All right, so anyway, I've, I've been wanting to do a wrestling show. My listeners who are into wrestling, and there's a lot of you guys out there. I love you. You've been asking for a wrestling show. It's coming. All right. This Saturday, this is the announcement. So Zaslow Show 2.0 is Monday through Friday, every morning. Every Saturday, we have a wrestling podcast. It will debut this Saturday afternoon. It's called It's Still Real to Me. That's right. Zaslow Show 2.0 presents It's Still Real to Me. That's the wrestling podcast. Everybody know if you're a wrestling fan, You know where the title of the podcast comes from. So every Saturday, under the Zaslow Show 2.0 umbrella, you don't have to do anything. If you're already subscribed to the podcast, you're good to go, all right? You you don't have to do anything extra. Monday through Friday is the regular Zaslow Show 2.0. And on Saturdays, under the Zaslow Show 2.0 umbrella, it's still real to me. I got my co-host, my pal Joey Levin. So it's the two of us. We're doing the wrestling show. Again, this Saturday, It's Still Real to Me, will debut every Saturday. We're going to cover all the week's big stories in pro wrestling. And because this Saturday afternoon, because the time difference in Saudi Arabia, this Saturday afternoon at noon is WWE Crown Jewel. Huge show, Roman Reigns, my tribal chief. He's defending against Logan Paul. That's this Saturday afternoon because the time difference, it's at noon. So It's Still Real to Me will debut Saturday afternoon, late afternoon, early evening, this weekend, immediate reaction to WWE's Crown Jewel. So, huge event this weekend, and the debut of It's Still Real to Me. That's the wrestling podcast. I'm super excited about that. Been dreaming about doing a wrestling show for years. So, Monday through Friday is Zaslow Show, regular show. And it doesn't mean that sometimes we're not going to talk about wrestling on the Zaslow Show 2.0. We will. But... Saturdays, the show, It's Still Real to Me, is completely devoted to pro wrestling and all the big stories. So 
I know a lot of you guys have been asking for that. It's here. So I'm hoping that you'll listen on Saturday. Okay, so let's get to a few things before we start all the sports stuff. We'll get to Monday Night Football first, and then you got Dolphins trade deadline. The Miami Heat are back in action tonight. Golden State Warriors making their lone visit to South Florida tonight. The Panthers begin a four-game road trip late night with the Cats tonight as well. But first, last night, Halloween. I, I, I'm, I'm so fat right now. I feel so fat because I, I've been really good. I, I'm back down to my girlish figure. You know, I've been really good the last couple months. I look good. I, I, look, I look good. I feel good. And, and and then Halloween rolls around. And I just, I eat all of the Reese's, pe- the Reese's peanut butter cups. I eat them all. I, I Peanut butter is my, is peanut butter a condiment? Peanut butter is my favorite. All right. Condiment, I guess I'll call it a condiment. I don't know. I'll eat anything peanut butter and Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest candy they also seem to be the most common right like there's everyone you take your kids trick-or-treat and there's a ton of Reese's peanut butter cups in their bag anyway we did Halloween last night and I I mean my older son I mean my younger son excuse me my older one went to a party my younger like he's he's teenager and my younger one so I'm doing the trick-or-treating with him another couple families he's 10 uh no I'm sorry sorry he just turned 11 a couple weeks ago he's 11 wow I got two kids that are uh in their teens so anyway and and he's walking where are the full-size crunch bars that's that's like that's the white whale right nowadays for Halloween your kids are going around you're doing the trick-or-treating the white whale is the house that has the full-size candy bars I don't when did that become a thing because that was never a thing when I was a kid but now my son's gonna wear the full-size crunch bars everyone's looking for the full-size candy so we did Halloween last night I'm really fat now because I, I just I went to town on the Reese's peanut butter cups last night I love them so much it's it's the best candy hope everyone had a nice little Halloween there last night I'm glad it's over with did a ton of walking my Back was hurting me, uh, but I slept real good as a result. So there you go. Let's get to some Monday Night Football. So last night you had the Cleveland Browns. They kicked the crap out of the Cincinnati Bengals. 32-13. I, I bailed on the game in the fourth quarter. I put the I put my stories on, was watching Monday Night Football. How did the Browns lose four in a row? And, and that game, you know, it was 8 nothing right before halftime. Uh, stupid score. 11 nothing equally stu- uh, more stupid score 11 nothing at halftime 18 no- I mean, this game game was a bl- 25 nothing you get the point it felt like i was watching thursday night football right it felt like a thursday night game it's a blowout it's a terrible game the road team sucks how did the browns lose four in a row and and i i know the easy answer is and we saw last year, Jacoby Brissett sucks, all right? But this Browns team, they have an elite wide receiver in Amari Cooper. They have an, they have maybe the best running back in the NFL right now, right? Nick Chubb. And my, my wife got a real, couple things to my wife last night. My wife got a real kick out of his name being Nick Chubb. Obviously, she made, she made the jokes. And when they show Joe Burrow on camera, Who's that? Boy, he's hot. Yeah. So my wife was very involved in the game last night. But this Browns team, how did they lose four in a row? They have an elite running back, 
They have an elite wide receiver. I mean, Miles Garrett, like their their defense is very elite. They got playmakers on that side of the football. I don't know what Deshaun Watson is going to look like when he comes back after week 11. I think they're off on week 12, so it's week 13 that he's back. I don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to look like, but you got to figure, like, if he looks like Deshaun Watson, this is a team. Now, they're, they're behind the eight ball, three and five. It, can you be two and five at one point and make the postseason? Probably not. But I don't understand. I watched that Browns team last night. I don't know how they lost four in a row at one point. The Bengals are weird. The Bengals four and four, just like the, the, the Los Angeles Rams at three and five. The two Super Bowl teams last year, very weird, very tough first halves of the season. So the Browns complete week, I'm sorry, I, I think I kept saying week nine yesterday. The Browns complete week eight with the Monday night football win. And away we go. So there you have it. Now, today is the NFL trade deadline. So, the Dolphins. I saw a couple places yesterday. And who knows, maybe at some point during the show today, something happens. But I saw a couple places. Peter King. Adam Schefter. That the Denver Broncos, who are seemingly out of it, they're 3-5, and five, team stinks that they may be okay with moving on from Bradley Chubb. Linebacker Bradley Chubb, who has an injury history. I mean, he's healthy right now, I think, but has an injury history. And when he's on the field, is a really big-time linebacker. Pass rushing linebacker, really big-time player. And this Dolphin team is severely lacking in the pass rush department. I mean, my son said to me the other day, Dolphins must be the worst in the league, have the least sacks in the league. I think like 19th or 20th. He's not He's not that off, you know? And I, I think part of it, you know, part of the problem with this defense right now, it, injuries are huge, but part of the problem with this defense right now, they're not getting a pass rush. And on top of not getting a pass rush, they don't have the lockdown corners. You know, Xavier Howard's missed, I think, one game this year, but obviously Byron Jones is nowhere to be found. Nick Needham, he's gone. Brandon Jones, he's gone. Uh, we're just, we're killed in the secondary with injuries. So you don't have the lockdown coverage in the secondary. The defensive line is not getting pressure, so it's leaving those guys out to dry. The secondary is not great right now, so it's not given necessarily enough time for the pass rushers to get to the quarterback. You know, like neither is working hand in hand. If you can get a pass rusher here, which we know is one of the premier positions in the NFL, quarterback, left tackle, cover corner, pass rusher. Those are the premier positions in the National Football League. And while Bradley Chubb has a little bit of an injury history, if the Broncos are willing to part with him, and the reports I was seeing yesterday, Dolphins and Jets. Dolphins and Jets! Again, Tyreek Hill, remember, Dolphins and Jets. Two teams that feel like they're in it. Two teams who, they're both 5-3, and three. two teams who are, are, are never in it. See, I like what both of them are doing, if this is true. Two teams who are never in it feel like they're in it right now. Hey, let's go for it. Let's go for it. We're never in it. Let's go for it. So, I think it's a real thing that the Dolphins are interested. Bradley Chubb would make a difference for this team. Getting your hands on one of the premier positions, a a, a pass rusher. 
I know he's not your typical, you know, D end. I mean, he's, he's a he's a strong side linebacker, but big time pass rusher. He would have more set if he had. He was as this Dolphin team right now. He's got more sacks by at least a couple than anyone on the team right now. I think the leader is Jalen Phillips. He's got three, three and a half, maybe. Bradley Chubb, I think, would help this defense. You know, you look at the other linebackers. Eh, no offense. But Jerome Baker, Landon Roberts, these are just guys. I know they're middle linebackers, but these are just guys. Bradley Chubb is someone, you know, Emmanuel Ogba. Has anyone seen him this year? Melvin Ingram had had the great start to the season. Now all he does is uh, is he lines up offside, right? Didn't he have a couple of those offside penalties as well, I believe? So a pass-rushing linebacker would help in a major way for this team. You know, the Dolphins' D-line, the interior especially, Wilkins, Sealer, Dolphins interior D-line is pretty good. The Dolphins have a stud in the secondary, two of them actually, with Holland and Howard. There will be studs at the linebacker position. Get yourself a big-time linebacker. I would go out there and do it. I don't, I don't care about F them picks, man. F them picks. The Dolphins, it, they're never in it. And it kind of feels like they're in it this year. When Tua starts and finishes games, they're 5-0. The offense we know, the offense is special. Defense needs a little bit of help. Let's go out there and get the defense some help. And especially because you look at the remainder of the schedule for the Dolphins here. And at 5-3, and three, it obviously feels like they're in it. But you look at the remainder of the schedule for the Dolphins here, and they got a major opportunity to beef up the record. You're going to feel like this team is in it. At Chicago this weekend, who just traded Roquan Smith yesterday, at Chicago this weekend, then they have Cleveland at home. I use my fingers, helps me keep track. Houston at home, that team's the pits. Then they're at San Francisco. I think that game's a little bit tougher than we thought it was going to be because when you looked at the schedule early on, Trey Lance, all right, that team's going to stink. But now Garoppolo, completely competent quarterback. Christian McCaffrey, best running back ever. So based on his performance this past weekend, that could change this weekend. San Francisco, a little bit of a tougher game than you thought. But you look at those four games. Actually, let's just, let's just do the next three games because it starts to get a little bit tougher there. At San Francisco, at the Chargers, at Buffalo. That's a murderer's row right there. But... Chicago, at Chicago, Cleveland, Houston. You got to be 8-3 and three after that stretch. Have to be. You know, you want to say, oh, they'll slip up somewhere. You know where the slip up was? The slip up was the Jets game. That was the slip up. Because you had that stretch of seven straight games, right? At, after the Dolphins were 3-1, were th- uh, and one, they suffered their first loss Thursday night football at Cincinnati. And that, of course, is when Tua went down. You had that, now the schedule softens up, right? Remember, the first four games, super tough. They went 3-1 and one in those first four games. Now the schedule softens up. At the Jets, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, at Detroit, at Chicago, Cleveland, Houston. Those seven games, they were 3-1 and one with those seven games coming up. You knew Minnesota was going to be tough, and they lost that game. They're probably going to slip up one of the other games that they should win. That game was the Jets. So those seven games, five and two, is what you're looking for during that stretch. They were three and one. Go five and two during that seven-game stretch. If you win these next three games at Chicago, Cleveland, <coughs> excuse me, Houston, then you went five and two in that stretch. That's exactly, if you want to be realistic, 
You knew Minnesota was going to be tough. You're going to slip up in one of those other games. You're eight and three after that stretch. And that's exactly where the Dolphins should be. They should be eight and three after that stretch. So there you have it. All right. Chicago this weekend. You got an opportunity, though, where you can really beef up this defense. If you're not giving up a first-round pick, all right. I mean, wouldn't you like a, a, a franchise-type linebacker if maybe you got to give up uh, you know, a couple twos? You give up a two and a three, whatever it is. All right? So I'm in on it if, if I'm a Dolphin fan. All right, so we're, we're going to get some NBA stuff coming up in a little bit. Um, God, I got... I, I, it's it's so frustrating to me. I'm I'm so tired of talking about this garbage person, but I I, I got to do a little bit more on Kyrie. I got to. So we'll get. To, I'm 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 building up the steam. We'll get to it. Uh, I'm just I'm so over talking about this garbage person. So I got a little bit more on that, and uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll do that. We'll do. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's so frustrating to me. You know, and the the frustrating part is, it's not even so much the the anti-Semitic part of it because I mean, look, anti-Semitism has been around for. I'm obviously Jewish; everybody knows that. Uh, anti-Semitism has been around for thousands of years, literally thousands of years, and it's it's not going away anytime soon. All right, hell, you know, we talk about stuff in in history, uh, a history of our country. The the Holocaust was less than a hundred years ago. Holocaust was like 80 years, not even, it was like 80 years ago. Well, that long ago, all right? So anti-Semitism is around, it's not going anywhere. Um, that's not even the part that bothers me the most. I mean, I'm, I'm used to hearing about that, you know? The the part that bothers me is is this this garbage guy, Kyrie Irving. Uh, yeah, he didn't get it. He doesn't get what he's doing. He doesn't, he doesn't understand what he's doing. And no one is willing to, none of the NBA players, has a single player said anything? God forbid, can a single player say something? Can a player say something, uh, denounce anti-Semitism? Can a single player, can one freaking player say something? So that's the part that really bothers me. All right, we'll, 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 we'll get, like I told you, I'm, I'm building up the steam there. We'll, we'll get to that. All right, but... And coming up in a few minutes, look, it's Tuesday, so we do this every Tuesday on the Zaslow Show. As far as the NFL goes, because the NFL Week 8 is in the books, we do good times, hard times, right? The fan bases after this week's action that are having good times right now, and the fan bases that are having hard times right now, all right? So we'll do good times, hard times coming up in a few minutes. Florida Panthers back in action tonight. 10 p.m. tonight, so you're going to have the Heat game bleed into the Panther game. That, that's a big sports night. If we're doing big sports night or not big sports night, that's a big sports night, all right? Because you got the Heat at 7.30. That's going to end with a Heat win. You know what that means. That's bad news for the Warriors. It's going to end with a Heat win. They're going to get back in the win column, and it's going to lead right into the Panther game. 10 p.m. Panthers at Arizona Coyotes tonight to start a four-game trip for the Panthers. Panthers have a little late night with the Cats action. Goldie, Moeller, you know that's my crew. I love that crew, all right? Jessica Blaylock, she knows I'm a big fan, all right? So Panthers tonight, late night with the Cats. Panthers start a four-game trip. You got Arizona, San Jose, 
Los Angeles Kings, Anaheim Ducks. So four-game trip starts tonight for the Panthers, and they'll be dropping the puck right after a Heat win against the Warriors. That's right. I, th- I think the Heat win tonight. I do. I mean, the Heat lose tonight. They dropped it 2-6. and six. You-, you think I need that in my life? You think I need 2-6 and six in my life? So the Heat get it going tonight with the Warriors for their lone trip to South Florida. You're going to have a lot of fun tonight if you're going to the game. I'm not going to the game. I told you, I... I- I've been, uh, I went to the Toronto game, Heat won, so maybe I gotta go to more games, alright, and, you know, you know, I don't know, I'm two-time champion broadcaster, I was in that building a lot, the last 12 years, did a lot of winning, I've only been in the building one time this year, they won that game, alright, so I know, you, you do the math, I didn't bring my abacus with me, but you do the math, team's pretty good when I'm there, I'm not going tonight, they're gonna win without me, alright, um, we're in one of those times where the coach, you know, does the whole, we're close, we're not, we're not that far off. And it's like the best example that, oh my God, I'll never forget. So when I was, when, when I was the Heat pre-halftime postgame host, before COVID, so we're talking like nine, nine seasons, nine or ten seasons, before COVID, I used to do the coach's show. So I would interview the coach before every show and say, oh, well, why didn't you do it like during COVID, right after COVID? All of our access to the locker room and to individual one-on-one interviews was severely limited. So you all understand that. So literally, like, I have a great relationship with the coach. I haven't seen him face-to-face in over two years. That's weird, right? That's really weird. So I used to record the coach's show. And you go back to the 2017 season. Everyone remembers the 2017 season. The second half of that year was incredible fun. The fallout was not good because they brought the same crew back, and it just it didn't work out. Team isn't great when they run it back. Two and five. Anyway, 2017, that was the year where they started 11 and 30. And they finished the year 30 and 11. And they just missed out on the playoffs. And you remember, how did they miss out on the playoffs? They lost the tiebreak. They had the same record as the Bulls. They lost the tiebreak to the Bulls because they played an odd number of games that year against Chicago. Only three games. The Bulls won two of them. And you remember how one of those games ended, right? Dwayne Wade was playing for Chicago that year. And the game here in Miami, Wade flopped at the very end of the game. Such a flopper. Wade flopped at the very end of the game. Drew the foul. Hits free throws. Bulls win. That's how the Heat missed playoffs. That's tough to swallow. But that year, anyway, back to my original point. So I used to do the coaches show. I used to interview the coach before the games. And the team is sitting there. I don't know. You know, they were exactly 11 and 30. It was before, like, they were 11 and 28 at the time, whatever it was. But it was when they were 11 and 30. And the coach kept, he, he kept reiterating in the pregame, sh- in, in the coaches show that I'm recording, he kept reiterating, we're close. I'm telling you, we're close. We're not that far away. I'm seeing good things. We're close. And it got to a point where, like, I'm saying, and by the way, everybody knows I love Eric Spolstra. But I'm saying in my head, I'm like, you, you got to be freaking kidding me. We're the worst team. We're so bad. We're 11 and 30. We are terrible. We can't win. And he was right. He was right. Because it's not like anyone came back healthy. or He was right. They were close. And then they ripped off a 30-11 and 11 stretch. It was like the best record in the league, and they just missed the playoffs. Now, so, so he's, he's doing the thing again here where we're close. We're not that far off. So 
I'm inclined to believe him. He's been there before. And a hallmark of Eric Spolstra coached Miami Heat teams is they always get better as the season goes on. You you cannot pinpoint a season where they did not get better as the season goes on. That That's his thing. They will always get better. Now, you don't want it to mean that you're also going to start slow because then it's like, all right, well, why, why can't we start good and then continue to get better? Great point. You don't want to start too slow. But we're in that place now where he's, he, like after the film session yesterday, right? I think it was. We're close. We're not that far off. All right, show me tonight. Let's go. Show me tonight. And this is a Golden State team that is struggling. They're three and four. The line is even on the game tonight, by the way. How about that? I think actually Heat money line, the Heat are the favorite when you look at the money line, but the uh, the odds tonight are even. There, there's, there, it's, there are no, there's no spreads. Pick them. So the Heat played Golden State really well last week. It was 121-108, I think was the final, but the Heat were within three or four halfway through the fourth quarter. They had the lead in the third quarter. It's a very good game. I think the Heat win tonight. The Warriors have not won on the road yet this year. You know, Clay Thompson does not quite look like Clay Thompson. And there's some frustration going on there. You saw I got thrown out of the game a couple games ago against Phoenix. And, you know, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, which, by the way, until your team plays against Steph Curry, and it's not like this is, it's not like this is something new. I think it's his 15th year in the league. But, man, like, he's so much fun. You love watching him. Very likable player. And when you're playing against him, oh, what a pain in the ass pulling up for the 35 foot threes like it's nothing nothing but net it's so annoying playing against Steph Curry you love watching him when he's playing somebody else playing against your team I don't think there's a player in the league you know there's certain guys like dirty type guys like that's the Kyle Lowry that I thought we were gonna get right the guy you hate playing against love having him on your team little do I know hate playing against hate having him on my team but Steph Curry that's all we're talking about here you love watching him play because he's super exciting and then just so, so annoying to play against. Like, I don't, like, Giannis is super exciting to watch. I'm not annoyed when the Heat play against Giannis. Play Giannis. I'm not annoyed when the Heat play against Giannis. I mean, he is what he is. But man, I find Steph Curry to be so annoying to play against. Anyway, no Yurtsevin, no Oladipo. I really believe Yurtsevin can help. I think the, you know, this Heat team this year was clearly relying on internal improvement. Bam continuing to get better. Hero taking the next step, which he is, clearly is. But also Yurtsevin. Oh, Oladipo and Yurtsevin. And those two have not been available yet this year. And for a Heat bench, which is not very good right now, and for a team that's really small, like Oladipo was supposed to be the guy off the bench. You haven't seen him this year. Yurtsevin could absolutely help as far... I mean, he's huge. Can absolutely help as far as the rebounding, defense, rim protector, give you a big body there. Haven't seen him this year. And those are two guys where also the like the internal improvement. They didn't add anyone. They're counting on internal improvement. And those two guys who are being counted on, I think in a really big way, you haven't seen this year. So I do believe... Uh, Oladipo, look... It's going to get to a place where I'm not even thinking about Oladipo anymore. You know, I was very high on him. I love that they kept him. But where is he? You know, it's the same old. We're going into year number three. He's never available. So, 
And I'm not trying, like, I'm not downplaying, you know, an injury or whatever it is. He's clearly hurt. He clearly cannot play right now. But I'm just telling you, I'm going to stop thinking about him. It's not worth me continuing to bring it up. Yurtsevin, though, he'll be back when he's back. Be any day now. And he's someone who I think could wind up helping. All right, so tonight, if we're doing big sports night, not a big sports night, it's big sports night. You know that. All right. Um, we're going to get to good times and hard times in a moment here. Let's do a couple of NBA news and notes. By the way, did you see the 76ers? They were docked a draft pick. I think it was a second-round pick over the P.J. Tucker thing. You remember last year, the Heat were docked a second-round pick over the Kyle Lowry thing. But the tampering, a uh, deal was done before the moratorium ended. I, I thought that was BS. The P.J. Tucker, and the reason I thought it was BS was these teams already had a deal in place. They almost made this trade at the trade deadline. Of course a deal is going to be consummated very quickly after the moratorium ends. The P.J. Tucker situation was definitely a violation. Now, the Heat were never going to keep him because, and you look at the Sixers right now, they won last night minus Embiid. Oh, hashtag better without Embiid? No, no, no. Nobody believes that. But the Sixers, they're 4-4 four and four right now, I think it is. They're struggling a little bit. Harden, though, looks good. I got to give it up. He looks like he's not fat. And that P.J. Tucker deal, though, look, they're going to be paying him $10, $11 million when he's 40, 41 years old. It, like, the Heat made the right move there. But you had the terms of that deal. The team he was going to, it was all set before the moratorium ended. Obviously, there was tampering there. Anyway, it is what it is. So they got Doc to pick. Otherwise, last night with the NBA, you had Paul George. Paul George led the Clippers, the Kawhi-less Clippers. They got to win. Bucks are the close one of the Pistons. The Brooklyn Nets with a... With, with a a front, a row of like six, seven, eight in the front row. You had a bunch of Jewish guys. They had the yarmulkes on. They were wearing fight anti-Semitism shirts. Camera side, like like facing the hard cameras. So they're on TV the whole time. Right there. I don't know if they were heckling Kyrie. I don't know if they're saying things during the game. I don't know. But that's a rough look for the NBA. Good for those guys. But that's a rough look for the NBA. You got guys who are sitting, you got a bunch of guys who are sitting front row wearing fight anti-Semitism shirts and you got a player run around on the floor like a buffoon with the anti-Semitic propaganda, uh, with, with, with the anti-Semitic tropes, no accountability, bad look for the NBA last night. Very bad look. Let's get to a little bit of that because I got a few things I get it off my chest, like I said. I'm so over talking about Kyrie Irving. And he could say, oh, Zazzler, then why are you talking about Because as, as a Jewish person, I got to get it off my chest. I don't like having to do this, but as a Jewish person, I got to get it off my chest. I'm so sick of talking about this garbage person. And I, I'm so thankful that I don't have to root for him. We've talked about this before. It were, you know, like Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. I'm so thankful I don't have to root for that. It would be extremely difficult for me to navigate. It really would. I, I, I don't know what I would do. I'd be so mad. I'd be so upset that he's on my team. If he were on the Heat, the Heat didn't get rid of him, especially they're 2-5 and five after last night's win, the Nets. I'd be so upset. And we've dealt with this situation with Myers Leonard. It was on the Heat. And they made him inactive immediately. And they eventually traded him. And, I mean, 
Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard is out of the league for saying kike. For saying a word. Myers Leonard is out of the league for saying kike. And I told you. And by the way, Myers Leonard is out of the league for saying a, 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 a slur. Which, you're hearing me say a word right now. Kike, you don't even know what it means a lot of you. I don't believe Myers Leonard knew what it meant either. I think Myers Leonard obviously knew it was a derogatory term. It's why he said it in the fashion that he said it. I don't think he knew what it meant. I was pretty certain of that. He's out of the league. Now, I know he's not the player that Kyrie Irving is, and that plays a major part. But he lost his career. He belongs in the NBA. Every team can use a big man. The Heat can use a big man. Myers Leonard was the starting center for the Heat. When they were number one for most of that seed, they went to the NBA Finals. He's out of the league for saying kike. NBA players spoke out about Robert Sarver, which, which they should. None of them are saying anything here. Not a single thing. That part frustrates me. Myers Leonard's out of the league. Players got no problem talking about Robert Sarver. Get him out of here. Not a single person wants to say a word. Not a single player wants to say a word about Kyrie Irving. That bothers me. That bothers me. Now, he's a huge phony Kyrie Irving. I've told you this. He's, he's a garbage person. We know that now. But he's a huge phony. And we have known that. He took down the tweet that had the, the... He doesn't want to call it a promotion, but had the link, the picture of the movie. I've never seen this movie. I don't need to see this movie. I'm not sitting around watching a movie full of anti-Semitic tropes. I don't need to see this movie. He takes down the tweet yesterday after a couple days ago, that back and forth with Nick Friedel, uh ESPN reporter, saying he will not stand down. He will not back down. Took down the tweet. He will not stand down. Then he took down the tweet. He's a huge phony. We've been here before. You remember, he was a huge phony last year too. He was sitting out the whole COVID situation. Remember, he was the voice of the voiceless. He's not playing, not necessarily because he doesn't believe in the vaccine, although that's true also. Not, I, don't, I don't care about that part. Take the vaccine, don't take it, whatever. I don't care. He wouldn't sit out because necessarily of believing or not believing in the vaccine. He wanted to be the voice for the voiceless. He didn't think it was fair that certain jobs, certain places of employment, especially in New York, were not allowing you to come to work if you weren't vaccinated. And some people who don't want to be vaccinated, for whatever reason, then they can't go to work. So he decided, you know what, I'm going to stand up for you then. I'm not going to get the vaccine. I can't go to work either then. It's not allowed. And then what happened? Ah, New York City passed the law where you can now return to work if you're in a celebrity or entertainment capacity. Now you can go to work, even if you're not vaccinated. And what did Kyrie Irving do? He returned to work. What happened to standing up for the people who aren't able to return to work, who are not celebrities, who don't work in entertainment? He's a huge hypocrite. And he's not about having a conversation. It's like, okay, let's sit down and we'll have a conversation. This is what I think. I, you know, uh, Let me hear you, your thoughts. You know, I, I think there are some good points that were made in this movie, although I think it's ridiculous. There are some good points made in the movie. That's why you put it out there. I mean, listen, I, I can't sit around you and say, hey, hey, listen, Hitler wasn't all bad. He did a little bit of charity. It wasn't all bad. You, you can't do it. All right. But he's not about having conversation. He's not about sitting down and sharing ideas. He wants to talk and thinks you have to listen. Because he said this, he goes, I, I have a platform. I have a unique platform where I have influence on my people. 
And then also when he was being pressed about the anti-Semitism, he then said, I'm just a regular person. He doesn't stand for anything. He's a dope and he's a garbage person. He's not about having a conversation, not about sitting down. He's not about dialogue. He wants to speak to you and you to listen. Because someone who wants to have a conversation, someone who's willing to have open conversation about ideas, sit down, have a back and forth, doesn't have the, 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 isn't combative the way he was the other day when he was being asked by the reporter after the game about why he's promoting that movie. All he had was, it's not a promotion, it's not a promotion. Kyrie, if I put a link to this show on my Twitter, I'm promoting. I'm promoting. That's what it means. He refuses to explain himself because he can't. He can't do it. He can't actually have a conversation. He can't have an actual intellectual dialogue. He's not interested in a dialogue. He's garbage. He's a garbage person. And getting wrapped up in the word promotion, Kyrie, you got 4 million followers and you're putting out anti-Semitic bullshit. It's pretty dangerous. 4 million followers linking to anti-Semitic bullshit. It only takes a couple people, a couple white nationalists, a couple Jew haters to see the anti-Semitic tropes that he put out there and act on it. We had here yesterday someone that was a swastika somewhere here in Broward, swastika, something against the Jews in Jacksonville outside the stadium, Florida, Georgia game. Kyrie was right. You got the people who have the banners. Uh, it was the Jews. Stop the Jews on the highway out there. It only takes a couple people who read that tweet, click on the link and say, yeah, you know what? This stuff here, this makes sense to me. I'm going to act on it. It only takes a couple people. Now... Now consider that Kyrie is showing that link to 4 million people. It's a garbage person. It's garbage. All right. I got, I, got, I got to move on. I got to move past it. All right. Let's lighten up the mood a little bit. Let's get to good times and hard times. All right. Here we go. So you know how this works. Good times, hard times. We are done with week eight of the NFL. Which fan bases are having good times? Which fan bases are having hard times? We will start out with the good times, all right? And we're excluding the Dolphins just because, yeah, it's local. I talk enough about Dolphins. So we're excluding the Dolphins. Fan bases after week eight that are going through good times right now. Top three. Number three, the Atlanta Falcons. That's right. The Atlanta Falcons right now. Sitting atop that putrid NFC South at 4-4. Four and four, They get a, a, a thrilling overtime win. They get lucky. DJ Moore with the penalty. Very bad job out of DJ Moore. Falcons, they win in overtime over the Panthers. They're 4-4. Four and four. Falcon fans do not expect to have this type of season. They're having some fun out there. They're in the playoff picture. They could win the division. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, a game back. Carolina, they're terrible. They're not a factor. All right. Falcons, number three. Their fan base having good times right now. Number two, the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks fans, you know about 12th man? Seahawks fans are having real good times right now. They are five and three. They are first place in the NFC West. 
you knew the NFC West was a good division, but you didn't think it was going to be the Cardinals and Rams under 500. The 49ers are just a game back at four and four and the Seahawks led by the juggernaut that is Geno Smith. I feel really good for Geno Smith. I'm happy for him. The Seahawks five and three after a win against the previously only one loss New York Giants. Real good win. Seahawks fans right now are having good times. The number one fan base right now that's having good times, though, is the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott's back looked more like Dak Prescott this week. Tony Pollard ran all over the place. They scored 49 against the Bears. I thought that defense was good. 49 points. They're 6-2. They're two back in the loss column of Philadelphia, but obviously very, very much in the playoff picture in the NFC. So number three, Falcons fans. Number two, Seahawks fans. Number one, Cowboys fans. They're having the best of good times. All right. Who's having hard times after week eight? Number three, the Los Angeles Rams fans. Rams fans are sitting after a Super Bowl win. Now, they built some equity, the franchise with the fan base. You just won a Super Bowl. Can't be that mad. But three and four? Sorry, I was taking a sip of my coffee. Three and four, you don't expect your team to be lousy. And they're lousy right now. They're minus 39 in point differential. They got beat up this weekend by San Francisco. Rams fans are having hard times. Number two, Packers fans are having hard times right now. You know, are we starting to see the decline in Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. But that team is two games under 500. They've lost Four in a row, it doesn't feel like one of those seasons where Aaron Rodgers says, calm down, everybody calm down. It doesn't feel like that. They're three and five halfway through the season, almost halfway through. They've lost four in a row, and they got smacked. They got smacked by the Buffalo Bills. Number two, Packer fans, hard times. Number one, the team that is having the most hard times right now, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are 2-5. and five. They're as bad as anyone. They got shut out this weekend by the New Orleans Saints, who are no first prize themselves. The Raiders are 2-5, and five, last in the West. That was a division you thought everyone was going to be awesome. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Broncos stink. Raiders are the pits. The fan base that is having the hardest of times right now is the Vegas Raiders. Number three, Rams fans. Number two, Packers fans. Number one. Raiders fans. And that right there is another edition of Good Times and Hard Times. All right, I want to take a moment here and recognize title sponsor of the show. That's Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, the title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0 from day one. I'm so grateful. I'm humbled that they wanted to be a part of the show. You want to be part of the show? I, I need you to be part of it. I want you part of the show, all right? Those are my friends. I would send my family to them. God forbid anyone in my family or someone I know. Hey, if you're watching right now, if you're listening right now, you're my friend. So if something happens, you have an accident, car accident, slip and fall, motorcycle, whatever it is. You're dealing with a personal injury. I'm sending you to go see Anna Jordan Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 747 Free. That's 800-747-3733. Doesn't matter what kind of injury you're dealing with. You, you don't have, You shouldn't have to worry about the medical bills. You shouldn't have to worry about uh, the insurance companies. You, you should have to worry about getting better, healing. 
You got a personal injury. That's what's most important. And that's where Anajar and Levine come in. They're going to take care of all that for you. All right. You never know when there's going to be an accident. So make sure you know the number to call right away. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Again, they are the title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. Shout out to my guys there, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. I appreciate them very, very much. All right. You know how we wrap up every show. We got to do big deal or not a big deal. All right. So today's big deal or not a big deal. Number one, the Utah Jazz. They're 6-2 and two after last night's victory. Now, wh- why, why are we even considering if this is a, a big deal or not a big deal? They were supposed to be tanking. Is Danny Ainge sitting back saying, man, our team is too good. We're, we're supposed to get into the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. we got a bunch of draft picks. This isn't what I want 6-2. and two. This is not a big deal. Things are going to even out. This is one of those. And this happens where the team that's supposed to be lousy gets off to the hot start. The other teams are going to adjust. They're, they're going to wind up tank. They're going to wind up slide. All right. And here's the thing. You got players like Laurie Markinen who are playing. I mean, it looks like the MVP out there. You got players like Laurie Markinen who are playing fantastic. He's going to be worth a lot in trade considering how he's playing right now for a contender out there. And you don't think Danny Ainge is going to say at some point this season that the team is playing a little bit better than they should be because they want to get Victor Wembanyama? They're going to trade a guy like Laurie Markkinen. Because by the time the team is good in a few years, so now he's probably not going to be on the team anyway. So things are going to even out for the Jazz. That's why it's not a big deal when they're tanking and they're winning too much right now. And any of these guys like Markkinen, their value is soaring. And he's going to trade him too. So Jazz improving a 6-2 and two last night. Not a big deal. Number two, Miles Turner. Indiana Pacers, big man. He was on the Adrian Wojnarowski podcast yesterday. And str- he was asked about it. But straight up saying how... The Lakers should revisit trade talks for me. They should revisit trade talks. I could help them do this. I just I've never heard a player in season talk like that. He plays for one team, wants to be traded to the other team, and specifically talking about that. Now that's not tampering. I mean, I guess and he and he hasn't asked for a trade, because you get fined for that. He's just talking about how he'd help another team. So I, I guess that's cool. Is that a big deal? It's not a big deal either. I'm not sure what the Pacers are asking for Miles Turner, but the Lakers are not a Miles Turner away from being a good team. And the Pacers would likely want one of those Laker first-round picks. So I'm going not a big deal. Number three. Last night, a special appearance. My tribal chief, Roman Reigns, made an appearance on WWE Raw last night. I was watching my stories. I'm not done with them. About halfway through the show, I was watching it last night after uh, the, the football game got out of hand. I, I love Roman Reigns, man. I've always liked him, but he he's he's the best thing going in pro wrestling right now. Fantastic promo last night. He knocked the Miz out. One Superman punch, boom. This weekend, Crown Jewel, the debut. After Crown Jewel, the debut of my wrestling podcast. That's coming this Saturday afternoon. It's still real to me. That's what it's called. It's still real to me. We'll debut under the Zazzler Show 2.0 umbrella. That's this Saturday. Roman Reigns appearing on Raw last night. My tribal chief, of course, that's a big deal. Anytime he graces us with his presence, we know that's a big deal. You got to acknowledge him. And finally, I wanted to get to this. All right. Big deal or not a big deal. Black Adam, The Rock. 
I saw Black Adam last week. I hadn't even brought this up yet. Black Adam is in theaters right now. It's the new DC movie. And that was a big deal. The reason it was a big deal. I, I liked it. But leading, like when we got toward the end of the movie, I was like, yeah, that movie's pretty average. Like, it's fine. I'm enjoying it, but it's not great. But then I thought the ending was fantastic. That was a great ending. And the post credit scene. I don't, I don't want to rate a movie based on a post-credit scene. But I will tell you this. The post-credit scene was the tits. It was, it, the post-credit scene was the balls. What you I'm not going to give it away. But what you hope was going to happen in this movie, make sure you watch the post-credits. The ending I thought was fantastic. The post-credit scene was so cool. So, Black Adam... That was a big deal. Really dug, really dug that movie. Thought it was average most of the movie, but the ending, the post credit, won me over. And that right there is another edition A big deal or not a big deal. All right, so tonight, like I said, Heat, Panthers, one victory is going to lead into the next one. Heat at 7.30, Panthers at 10. Hey, World Series Game 3 tonight. They got rained out last night, so Game 3 tonight. That gets small TV status in the Zazzle Mansion family room. Heat big TV, World Series small TV, then Panthers big TV. World Series will stay on the little TV because by the time the Panther game starts at 10, the World Series will be in like second or third inning. So stays on the small TV. There you have it. Hey, I'm going to try and get the show up quicker today on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Zazlo show. Go subscribe, sign up there. Make sure you've subscribed on all your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart. I love you long time. I'm so happy to have everyone aboard. Uh, just every all, all the notes that people have left have been really, really great. So keep it coming. Make me feel good. And, uh, and I hope you enjoyed the show today, episode two of Zaslow Show. And we'll talk to you tomorrow morning on Zaslow Show 2.0. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba? That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, 
Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. Their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.